Hello, hello, everyone. This is Tanika Drake from God's Gift Through His Word. You are listening to Walk in Truth Radio with my amazing friend, Pastor Jay. Please be sure to get your encouraging word each and every day on the following podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, Player FM, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Podbyte, LoftyCast.com, Google Play Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Breaker. Please be sure to always tune in. He always has an amazing, encouraging word. God bless your hearts. Be blessed, motivated, and inspired. Take care, you all. God bless you and welcome to Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We appreciate and welcome all of you, our listeners around the world. Stay tuned to hear an exciting word from pastor teacher, Dr. James Sutton. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walking Truth Radio Podcast with your encouraging word for Friday. Always be encouraged and be willing to change the way you look at things as God looks at things. Prayer does change things, but the most important thing it changes is you. I'm going to tell you a little story. There was a guy I used to work uh, in uh, corrections and uh, there was a supervisor, his captain, uh, Captain Joe, and for the new guys that came in, and I was new at the time, there would be a place called the Red Zone. The Red Zone was 150 of the county's worst criminals, the murderers, the rapers, rapists, the, the drug dealers, and they will be housed in eight, eight-man cells, so it would be 156. So... What would happen was that to really test whether you were good in corrections or corrections was the career for you, you would be put back there twice a week, red zone one and red zone two. And then when anybody would call off, you would be the first one to go back there. Now, Joe, being sadistic in nature, everybody used to laugh at the rookies that would go back there because it would be really rough. Just imagine being in a room full of a hundred people that you had to be in charge of, of 75 of them or uh, uh, 56 of them. And the other one, the 56 of them, plus some of the people in isolation that they, that you had to be in charge of them and you had to keep order back there. And all you had was an ink pen and a walkie talkie, no gun, no mace, no stick, just your wits against their wits and everybody's job in there other than yours was to keep up as much disorder as possible. So it's a pretty rough place to go because nobody's used to that intensity of, of negative comments, cursing, and fighting. So Joe would put you back there and it would be kind of chuckle because some people would last a day, some people would last a couple of weeks, some people would just break down crying because it was just a tough place to go work. So as Joe would assign you, I would get frustrated. I could handle it, but it seemed like I was getting put back there more than I should. Instead of being back there two days a week, 
I was back there three days a week, four days a week. One week I did five and I was really getting frustrated. And my dad, I told my dad and he said, son, play the fool, don't be the fool. And he explained it to me like this. There are people who react off your reaction to their negativity. They get a kick out of your despondency, your disappointment, your hurt. What you have to do is take that joy away from them. And I said, what do you mean? He said, instead of letting him assign it to you, volunteer. So that's what I did. For about a month, I volunteered every day to go back there. Every day to go back there. Now, remember, this is the roughest place in the whole jail. Two things happened. My attitude towards going back there changed because guess what? By me volunteering to go back there, I got used to the guys that's back there. And guess what? They got used to me. They got tired of seeing me. I was old hat as far as they was concerned. They said, you know what? You're not scared to come back here. We're going to leave you alone and start respecting you. So after a while, being back there was a great place to be. All because of play the fool, don't be the fool. Now I'm going to say it as a Christian. Prayer should change you and how you look at the environment. Old things pass away. All things become new. You should be able to adjust your attitude so that the environment around you changes. Not outward to inward. Inward to outward. You can take the joy away from somebody who's being negative towards you by truly being positive towards them. Haven't you heard the old adage, kill them with kindness? It does work. You're not trying to kill them, but you're trying to kill the joy that they receive out of you reacting to their negativity. So I want to encourage you today. I'm going to say like my my pop said, play the fool, don't be the fool. Take away the joy of negativity by being positive in any environment that you're in. When you pray, ask God to give you his perspective on the situation and not just your own. And you know how you do that? Stay out of your feelings and get into your faith. I am really concerned when everybody talks from their feelings, but never talk from the scripture or the faith that God has put in them. Trust God in all that you do and pray without ceasing. And always ask God to change you first before you ask God to change the circumstances around you. This is Pastor Jay with Walking Truth Radio Podcast. Always want you to be encouraged and be blessed. Please subscribe, share, and support. And I'll see you next week. Peace. Pastor Jay, I just had to come on and let you know I really appreciate what you shared about uh, the vertical, horizontal, horizontal as well as vertical relationship as we deal with the people that we have to deal with in life. And I appreciate how you shared about your daughter who's who's um, having a personal encounter with the Lord. And I like how you said it, that basically if it would have happened any other way, then, or it could not have happened any other way, because any other way would have it could have looked like it was it was just a horizontal, you know, series of things that made it happen. It didn't have anything to do with God. I appreciate God and his faithfulness and how he, he knew your heart. He knew the prayers of your heart and your wife and, and family and everything. And he's honoring your prayers because of your vertical relationship with him. And I even enjoyed your promotion at the end about Anchor, you know, starting a podcast. You sounded so convinced. And I'm like, man, did you write that yourself or was that something that you sounded very good? God bless you, Pastor. I like that house full of love. That's true. I remember many, many, many 
Saturdays, the family got together and had prayer in the home. We had Bible study, ready, getting ready for Sunday school, and we have prayer. And a couple of the members got saved. But one thing about that, that house full of love, you have to have prayer in your home. And you have to have the scriptures read in your home so that you can fight the enemy. Here lately, I began to see the enemy trying to creep in through different people. But I found myself being more aggressive and assertive in my prayer and praying in tongues and anointing and and all the things that a soldier has to do, a soldier of God has to do. And I, sometimes we get lax and we get, I think we get tired. But on the battlefront, you can't afford to give in to your feelings. You do what you have to do to get the job done. And so we're on a spiritual battlefield and each one of us has Hi, Dr. Sutton. This is Martha from Martha Space. Thank you so much for your voicemail message on what is your why. I truly appreciate you calling in for your powerful, empowering message in regards to what is your why. I truly appreciate your support, and you just keep doing what you're doing. You are continually changing lives. Take care and all the best.